Could Big 12 expansion be a bust? I mean, we're sitting here, end of June, heading right into July, and it's entirely possible that nothing happens. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. It is great to be here with you as always as we dive into what's happening around the Big 12 Conference. If you are a Big 12, or heck, it doesn't matter what you are. If you're a fan of the show, we're grateful you're here. Hit that subscribe button. It helps us tremendously on YouTube and, of course, on the podcast. Get a free Heartland College Sports koozie when you leave a rating and review and you send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks for being here, as always, as, of course, our radio affiliates are joining us as well. So I don't have the answer as we sit here right now and talk about this. I don't. I just know that Saturday is July 1st. And that was always perceived to be the deadline for all of this in the Big 12 Conference when it came to expansion. That was always going to be the deadline, the soft deadline, where we said maybe that's the date where ultimately we find out what the future is of the Big 12. Now, it was kind of a soft set in stone date, and the big reason for that was San Diego State. San Diego State's buyout jumps by millions of dollars if they want to leave the Mountain West after July 1st. So the perception was if a team or two was going to leave the Pac-12 for the Big 12, well, that was going to happen, and then the Pac-12 was going to try to add a team like San Diego State before the July 1 deadline so they could get out for millions of dollars less than what it would have been after July 1. But here's part of what I think is going on, and I don't know the answer here to any of this, So I'm being totally honest with you. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people, and they're saying a lot of different things. So what I believe, when I put all that together, what I believe in part is going on here is that Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyakov is slow rolling and slow playing this. Now, why would he do that? Well, because deep down, I think a lot of the people involved with the four corner schools in particular— that are being talked about leaving for the Big 12, want to make the Pac-10, 12, whatever it is, work. And I don't blame them for feeling that way. I mean, that's how we felt about the Big 12 two years ago, right? I mean, yes, there were talks about teams leaving to go west, leaving to go east. But to the credit of all the Big 12 teams, they wanted to make it work. They wanted to try to stick it out. Whether it's loyalty, whatever it might be, they wanted to make it work together. So I can respect university presidents, athletic directors coming together and saying, you know, we do want to make this work. But of course, in the end, money talks. And the money's not talking, at least not yet. So I think that George Kliakov, the Pac-12 commissioner, I think that he knows that these... Pac-12 teams want to see this thing through. So he's slow playing it. He's stringing them along. He's saying, we got something coming. We got something coming. I don't know what he's got coming. It's not clear to me he's got anything good coming. When you compare it to what the Pac-12 or the Big 12's got on a you know $31 million per year per school basis starting with the new deal in 2025, I don't see how he can get close to that number But if he can, kudos to him, and the Pac-12 probably stays intact. But if not, then that's where a team like Colorado has got to be looking to jump ship as quickly as possible and should be looking to jump ship as quickly as possible. 
We just don't know when that number's coming through. But it's smart Akliakov to try to drag this thing along because the longer it drags on, the more likely it is that they're going to be able to get a team or teams to stay. Because we know Utah wants no part of the Big 12. For whatever reason, the arrogance out of the University of Utah and their fan base is just stunning to me. Absolutely stunning to me. We know they want no part of it. Arizona State's been very wishy-washy. Arizona has been a little more like, you know, let's see what happens. The Arizona president, guy's talked out of like, not both sides of his mouth. He's talked out of seven sides of his mouth, that guy. And uh, then you've got Colorado, which has obviously been the most likely team, inching closer towards going back to the Big 12 Conference. And that has made sense for a ton of reasons. But there's a let's be clear, there's a lot of people at Colorado on the institutional side that want to stay in the Pac-12 for academic reasons and all the other stuff that they want to stay out there. So it, like, there's the athletic side that is more interested in probably going, especially if the TV deal stinks. But there are folks on the academic side who want to stay where they are. So even at a place like Colorado, there's this kind of interesting thing going on where they want to go, they're not happy with where the Pac-12 is at, but they also want to stay. So that's where the Big 12 is kind of sitting back. And if you're Brett Yormark, that's all you can do at this point. Sit back, go through the options. Maybe the timing's not right right now, but you move on. Here's what ultimately could end up happening. And here's what the end game could be. The Pac-12 signs a very short-term deal. It gets them in the $25 million range, give or take. It's not a great deal, but it's a deal. We all know what eventually could end up happening, right? We know the second that Oregon and Washington can leave, they will leave. They will be gone like that. The Big Ten makes the most sense. Why? Well, because they got USC and UCLA sitting out there on an island. I don't know how long that can last where you just have those two teams 1,500 miles away from anybody else in the conference. At some point, the only thing that's going to make sense is adding a couple of schools out west to create a four-team pod. The travel's going to be nuts. It's got to come to an end at some point. And the minute that Oregon and Washington can leave, they're gone. And that's when the dominoes fall. That's potentially when, okay, all this legwork we've done with the Big 12 and Colorado and Arizona, that's when the thing collapses. But as long as Oregon and Washington are willing to play ball for a period of time, then you know what? It makes sense that it could ultimately hang on. But if Oregon, and this is not to be overlooked, if Oregon and Washington are the ones who are possibly convincing Colorado and Arizona and others to stay, saying, hey, we're committed to you, wink, wink, nod, nod. We're willing to make the Pac-12 work. If Colorado buys that, if Arizona buys that, they are such a bunch of suckers. I don't know how else to put it. They are just absolute suckers because that's just not genuine. Oregon and Washington would leave tomorrow. They would have left yesterday if the Big Ten gave them an invite. And now, to preserve their own skin, to protect themselves, they're interested in this potentially short-term TV deal. Who knows what it's going to look like? But they'll sign it, and the minute they can get out, they'll be gone. And then the Pac-12 is really screwed. Then it's the glorified Mountain West once those two leave. 
And then if you're Colorado, you're sitting there and you're saying, okay, what now? Well, then the Pac-12 or the Big 12 comes knocking, and then it makes sense. So that could be, at this point, what's going on. That could be the thing that ultimately results in some kind of deal taking place. Now, what are some of the reports out there as we have this conversation with you? By the way, I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. We cover the Big 12 Conference. If you're new to the show, thanks for being here. Hit that subscribe button. We so appreciate you doing that. Uh, what we've got here is this. I just had it up, and of course I lost it. Hang tight real quick. This report comes from Jim Williams. Uh, Jim's done a good job on this. It, Jim is um, a media consultant. He's not one of these blowhards on Twitter who's blowing smoke. That's not who he is. Uh, he's been pretty tempered and, and reasonable in his reporting. So Jim writes here, uh, spoke to a high-ranking administrator for one of the Pac-12 four-corner schools. That's either Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, or Colorado. We remain optimistic that we will get a media deal that will keep the conference together. Having said that, we have spoken to the Big 12 in exploratory phases due to uh, for due diligence conversations. This is what this Pac-12 official told Jim Williams. He said, moving from one conference to another is no simple process. And to be frank, if we are considering changing memberships for exposure reasons, then we need to see the number of games we will be getting on linear TV in advance. It makes no sense to move if we're getting less exposure than BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, or UCF. That's the report from Jim Williams. He talked to one of the Four Corner schools. Uh, a source there, a high-ranking administrator, said that, yes, they've talked to the Big 12. Uh, they'd like to keep the Pac-12 together. Moving is no simple task, and they want to see what kind of linear TV exposure they get. Now, what does that mean? Linear TV exposure means ABC, Fox, ESPN, ESPN2. It means being able to turn on the TV and watch a game. Not being stuck on ESPN Plus, not being stuck on, you know, like the Apple TV Plus that they're talking about with the Pac-12. And that's fair. I mean, if I'm Arizona, if I'm Colorado, I'm not switching conferences to go play on ESPN Plus every week. I've had a problem with ESPN Plus when it comes to the Big 12. I think the Big 12 has had too many premier games on ESPN Plus, especially in basketball. I mean, the last couple of seasons, ESPN, and I get why they're doing it, they're trying to get subscriptions on ESPN Plus. So they put some really good games. I mean, heck, there was a there was a KU K-State game, I think, on ESPN Plus in basketball this past season. Like that's crazy. But they know they'll get the subscriptions. So that's what they're trying to do here. That's the name of the game right now. So that report from Jim Williams makes sense to me. I'm sympathetic to that report and to that high-ranking administrator saying, okay, if we go to the Big 12, yes, it might be more money, but if part of the reason we're going to be unhappy with the Pac-12 is the fact that the games are going to be stuck in Apple TV+, Plus, well, it's not a whole lot better to be on ESPN+. Plus. Now, I would argue it is, because ESPN and Fox are still the bell cows of college football. You want the exposure, you want the media attention from those two companies. You don't want to be stuck on Apple TV Plus where nobody's going to watch you. So it's better to be in the ESPN family and the Fox family, even if it means a couple of games on ESPN Plus, if you're getting the same money as the other Big 12 schools 
and you're not dealing with an Apple TV kind of a situation. So I, I, I think it's better than what this Pac-12 administrator is talking about. But I understand his concern, and I'm sympathetic to his concern. And I'm willing to look at this and say, okay, maybe it's not as simple. Maybe we have oversimplified it to some degree. But now we're sitting here turning the calendar to July, and nothing's happened. And here's what I would say if I was Brett Yormark. If I was Brett Yormark, I would be thinking like this. Don't force anything. Don't. The Big 12 does not need to expand. It can. It would be good to grab a couple of Power 5 teams. Because it's a dog-eat-dog world. It's, it's a zero-sum game. If you're gaining, someone's losing. That's how it works in college sports and conference expansion. But I would not expand for the sake of expanding. I've talked to multiple Big 12 administrators in the last few days, and they've all told me the same thing. Pete, we'd like to maybe do it in the right situation, but we don't need it. And the other thing the Big 12 is going for it right now, and this is also something I've heard from administrators around the conference, these 12 teams, once OU and Texas leave, they are as cohesive a unit as there's ever been in the Big 12. I mean, I, I talked to somebody who's been in the Big 12 for 20 years the other day. And he told me, he said, Pete, in my 20 years, we've never had this kind of cohesion around the Big 12 conference where everybody's rowing in the same direction. Nobody's trying to leave. No one's looking for, you know, greener pastures. No one's looking for the other chick. There's not that going on in this conference right now. Of course, once OU and Texas get out. You've got 12 teams, 12 administrations, led by Brett Yormark, a strong commissioner, who's looking at this and saying, you know what, we got a really good thing. That's why when I see these reports of Memphis, I laugh. Memphis? I'm not, I'm, I mean, and it's no offense to Memphis. I've got nothing against Memphis whatsoever. I mean, you know, it, it, from what I hear from people, it's a little smellier than it needs to be on Beale Street. But, you know, that's not unusual for a lot of cities these days, I hate to say. But I'm not expanding with Memphis right now. I, I just, I'm not, it's not adding any value. You're not adding another 30-some-odd million dollars to the bottom line by bringing in Memphis. You're doing them a favor. So you don't need to do it. I'd pump the brakes even on the basketball stuff, the Yukons. I, all this to me, if you're going to go with the UConn route, it's got to be in conjunction with some other big moves. It can't be, oh, yeah, let's add UConn. I, they, they, there's got to be something else there. There has to be. If not, I'm just going to sit here and hang tight. I'm not going to do anything. I got 12 really good teams. I got 12 really good brands. You know, I'm going from Florida out to Utah. You got a national brand in BYU. You got a team right in the heart of Florida and UCF. You double down on Texas with Houston, and you got the Ohio Valley with Cincinnati. I, I don't need to go any further right now. But if you want a little tidbit here, this is pretty interesting. Um, and this was, I saw this on Reddit College Football tonight. Xavier, yes, Xavier's AD, Greg Christopher, says the Musketeers are considering bringing back football and plan to make a decision by the end of the year. Now, why do you think Xavier would magically want to bring back football? I'm not saying this means anything for today, tomorrow, next week, or next year. 
But I do think this could mean something come 2030. I do think that's an interesting play for Xavier to say, you know, maybe if Brett Yormark is serious about poaching some Big East basketball schools that maybe play football, maybe don't, um, I don't know what the connection exactly is there. But to me, that's a five to 10 year plan from Xavier if they plan to bring back football. I mean, no one brings back football and has any decent football team for, you know, three, four, five years. So that's a long-term play. But it's not a bad one from Xavier. If they got the budget to do it, I don't know what their stadium situation is. I have no idea. But the fact that Xavier is considering bringing back football, that, that does tell you something about the future of college sports. As much, we want to, as much as we want to talk about basketball and the NCAA tournament, and maybe basketball is ultimately undervalued, football is still the moneymaker. Still the moneymaker. All right, uh, let's roll through some of the reaction, the commentary, and whatnot uh, that we've got here. Charles writes to us on YouTube Live, Big 12 should let SMU pay to join and use the money to add San Diego State, UConn, Tulane, Eastern Carolina, Boise, or Colorado State. Uh, No. No, 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 no. Uh, what are you going to buy out? You're going to pay the buyouts for all the other schools? What are you going to charge SMU? $100 million? I, I, like, I don't even get it. UConn would probably leave tomorrow if it got an invite. I don't think you have to pay UConn to leave. Uh, no, I, I'm not becoming a glorified group of five conference here. I'm not looking to do that. No, 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 no. No, thanks. Uh, I'll pass on that. What else do we have here? Uh, Pete, the Mountain Pack West coming soon. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. I mean, listen, the Pack 10, if they stay with the 10 they've got, it's not, uh, yes, it's a glorified Mountain West, but you got Oregon, you got Washington, you got to give them that. They got two solid brands out there that, uh, you know, I- I'm not going to poo poo. All right, they got some solid brands. And having Deion Sanders is a pretty damn good thing. Let's be honest. When you talk about the marketing aspect, that's a pretty darn good thing. I'd rather wait to see what happens. If we're going to sit here and wait, then let's just wait on the ACC, right? Let's just wait on the ACC. We know that Florida State, Miami, Clemson, they're, they're uh, they're getting antsy in the ACC. The ACC might be prime, and I wouldn't be... You know what? Here's the thing. I wouldn't be upset if the ACC collapses, and then suddenly you got a situation where Virginia Tech is sitting there for the taking. NC State's sitting there for the taking. I'm not reaching for Eastern Carolina and, and Tulane right now. You don't need to do it. There's no benefit for the Big 12 to do that right now. Because if something then comes up in a couple of years, what are you going to do? Go to a 20-plus team conference? I'm not doing that. I mean, at this point, you're just doing favors for other people. I would not jump to 20. Some of you are mentioning that right now, and I appreciate it and I respect it. But, guys, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be jumping to 20. I wouldn't do it. Not right now. Not right now. If you're talking about Pac-12, ACC, maybe. Uh, Kenny writes, uh, George Kliakoff is rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the Titanic references will 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 put on hold for at least a few weeks out of respect, but I, I agree, Kenny. It does feel that way. But you know what? The fact that we've got a situation where so many 
Pac-12 schools are waiting and allowing George Kliakov to take his time tells me, as I started the show tonight, that there's a big part of these schools that want to stay. And whatever that motivation is for why they want to stay, whether it's academic, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it tells me that there's a part of them that just does not want to leave. It's like when you know you should break up with a girlfriend, right? Or a boyfriend. And um, you just can't do it. You can't pull the trigger. You start thinking about the good times. You start thinking about the memories. Even though you, you know you're not going to marry that person. You know it's not in your best interest to stay with that person. But you can't get yourself to break up for whatever reason. That's what I think Colorado and Arizona are dealing with right now. There's no doubt about it. That's what they're dealing with right now. And we're just going to have to sit back, kick our feet up, wait, and see what happens. But um, it looks like we are approaching this soft deadline of July 1. The Pac-12 does not have a TV deal, but as long as the teams involved are willing to stick it out and hang out and let it play out, then there's not much we're going to be able to do about it. And there's not much Brett Yormark can do about it, by the way. There's just not. So uh, that is what it is, and we're all going to have to deal with it. Brett Yormark can't snap his fingers and get Colorado to join. He can lay the red carpet out, but they're going to have to pull the trigger. I I do know this, though. This has been months, and everybody thought it would be wrapped up by this week, and it has not been. And I know a lot of people are eventually going to be like, you know what? I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Let's just get some damn football being played here. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at. So, by the way, we're going to be doing a lot. we got a lot of interviews coming up on this show. Athletic directors in the Big 12 are joining this show in mass over the next couple of weeks. So be sure you're liking and subscribing to the channel. And as always, if you're on the podcast, leave us a rating, review, subscribe, and we get you these free Heartland College Sports koozies. When you do that and you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. And for those of you wondering, the wall the wall behind me, if you're on YouTube, will be changing soon. We've got it all, all right? We got the Houston. We got UCF. We've got Cincinnati. And last but not least, we've got BYU. So I got to figure out how to get some room back here because it's kind of crowded. But uh, at least for one year, it's going to be really crowded. And then, of course, that one goes and uh, that one goes as well. So eventually those two are going to be gone. But for this year, we got to figure out how to get 14. And the banner for Houston is bigger than I thought. So I'm going to have to figure that one out. But uh, they will be on the wall. They will be on the wall once these teams are officially on board coming up here in a couple of days. So thank you guys for being here. Hit that like button. Share the show. Uh, we're reaching a million, give or take, Big 12 fans every month on all our platforms. That's because of you. We don't have some huge marketing arm. It's me. It's you. We built this thing from the bottom up over the last, geez, eight, nine years now. So thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and we'll be talking to you soon here on heartlandcollegesports.com. And we can't wait to talk to you again. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Take care.